the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Magic Spoon has replicated your favorite childhood cereals to taste good, but each serving contains zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. It's a keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free way to relive those moments watching your favorite cartoons. Plus, it's only 140 calories a serving. It's like there's magic in every spoonful. With over eight unique flavors, you won't get bored of feeling good with Magic Spoon. I'm obsessed with Magic Spoon. Look, I have to eat cereal at 2 a.m. It's gonna happen. At this point, Magic Spoon's truly the only thing that I can put in my body that I don't have to be like, how is this source? Do I, what do I need to know? What, who died for this? Head to magicspoon.com Whitney to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic yourself. And be sure to use your promo code Whitney at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com Whitney and use the code Whitney to save $5 off. And thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Paul Verzi is here. It's Verzi. You know what? I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> and I'm glad, I'm glad this happened. Because I just was in the bathroom going, oh, let's talk about like the pronunciation of his name. Because yeah. the way Bill Burr says, the way people from Boston say it comes yeah. out as Verzi. Yeah. And I'm like, but then I think it was Schultz or someone was like, it was Verzi. Like it's, V-E-R. It's weird. I, I do all the shows I do. And even when I, I've been going on Peter Schrager on the NFL Network. I've been going on Good Morning Football. And he knows my name is Verzi. And he just insists on saying Verzi. What's his name again? Peter Schrager. Let's call him Peter um, Petter. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's, it, I know the I throws people, but it's pronounced Verzi. But, but way, whatever. It's, I'm no, not one of those either. No, there's no excuse for people not being able to say <laughs> this very simple name. Ver, ver, Verzi. No. It's not, it's, it's. Verzi. Yep. Think about Jersey with the V, even though it's, it's, it's Verzi. I know. And Verzi is, uh, you're half Sicilian, half yeah. Greek. Which, what is it? Verzi is uh, Sicilian. Sicilian. Very, very Sicilian. Do you know what it means by any chance? Because we will find out. <sighs> you know what? Does it mean this name is hard to pronounce? It means people keep getting it wrong. That's what it, no. Uh, can, can I tell you something real quick? I have a theory I'm working on. Uh-oh. Where what you're named. Uh, helps develop your personality and ability to um, communicate with people. So it, it, have you been correcting people your whole life about your name? No, I oh, don't. Just here today. I don't. First time. <laughs> I, can I be honest with you? I, I think it is. <laughs> I think this is the first time. But here's why. Can I tell you why? This is why I did it. Because women are dumb. No, because I respect you and your show and I'm so excited to be here. Mm -hmm. And since I'm here, I want it to just be, I would rather be right out of the gate mm -hmm. than wrong out of the gate. Does sure, that, sure, 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 sure. Is that? Look, I, by the way, you're a man in comedy. You're right 
by default. <laughs> no, don't I'm put that wrong. on me. I'm wrong at it. I'm a dumb whore, crackhead whore out of the gate. Uh, so here's the good news: is people are gonna go, why is Paul bullying that 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 mentally ill girl who is also wildly dyslexic? The only thing all of my dyslexia and stuff doesn't apply to is this name. So this is the are, only name I have no excuses not to pronounce right. No, that's I, I totally obviously I don't care, and uh, it's all good. Because I was talking last night to um. <laughs> This guy I'm dating, who's like a fucking giant fan of yours, and uh, and he was like, "It's Verzi," and I was like, "I know, but Bill Burr says Verzi, but Bill's always so stark, raving, angry that maybe it just comes it's, out." Yeah, Bill. Bill actually doesn't calls me Paul rarely. He says Verzi a lot, but no, it's it's Verzi. Not, not many people call me Verzi. Well, no, because it's it's a slur. It's an insult. It's a disrespectful. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't take it as disrespect. I would okay. just take it well, as somebody. I meant it, mis- as, I meant it as disrespect. <laughs> so now you're bullying I'm me. I'm trying to disrespect yeah, you. It's very yeah, hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Our business, our listeners, they're so in, in, in everything Is we this do. A business? They're so sick, aren't they? They'll be like, "Why would he?" They're, you're going to get this. You're yeah. going to get this on. Why yeah. would he like correct her at the beginning? Like such a. And I'm. Just, it's. Uh, I've learned. The people to- that listen to my podcast, um, they. Uh, literally send emails, comments saying that my computer screen is too dirty for them. I mean, uh, it's, it's, they're on your side. What's in the background? You know those people? What do you know, like? They'll be like, "Why are there? Do you have like a laundry bin?" And it's like, it's like I'm giving content. Can you? It's just, free. It's free. Can you just? Yeah. It's, also, this is for you. you but also, dummy. imagine how big of a fan someone is that they're going to go out of your way. Sorry, I'm drawing on my eyebrows. Um, that they're going to go out of their way to ask about the maybe you know why by the way what do how much do we owe them i don't know because i think it would actually be fun to do a podcast episode of everyone's questions that are ridiculous and just answer them all what's in your background that's a laundry bin we good yeah paul why did you do this i you know like just answer them it's the worst i don't know i think that when someone is I, i don't know i think i'm a little bit um uh what's the word hopeful when it comes to podcast fans because yeah. i think we are all sort of podcasting because we we like doing it guys i think unclear we like doing it but we also know we have to this is a big part of our job now, now right yeah. it used to be you guys see us once a year either in your hometown or yeah. whatever at a show and then you'll see a special once every two years year you'll see yeah. us now you listen to us talk for truly three or four hours a week how can we possibly complain about someone who wants to hear from us that much my own family has yeah. never talk, heard me talk for that long that is true yeah, that's true. And and somebody said something. I think it was was it Tiffany Haddish. Somebody said, "When your hater takes time." I had somebody write me a letter mm-hmm. of hate recently. Oh, really? Yeah, hate. I mean, it went. It got personal. They it love was. You. And then I was just like, "If this dude's doing this, yeah. I did something where he's kind of a fan." <laughs> no, hundred percent. You got to be a fan he's to do that. You. And then I also think that when people really believe in you. They have even higher standards of how you should like. So someone's like a huge fan of yours, and they're like, yeah. "Dude, this thing you said didn't make sense," and you're like, "Fuck you, I can say what I want." And they're like, "No, but I'm just trying to help you because yeah. I want you to be the biggest comic on the planet." That's yeah, you got to look at. In a lot at, of ways, yeah. I think sometimes when I, I don't look at negative comments as people shitting, I think I look at it as yeah. constructive criticism that sometimes like gets lost in translation, or it's a lot of times it's people trying to be funny. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it just doesn't translate. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like when people get personal. Like, don't get personal. But I feel like we get so personal too that I, I'm not blaming. This isn't. I'm just saying, like, 
I just always try to go like, what's my part in this? Because I'll be like, and anyway, when I had butt sex in the back of a Taurus with a guy named Glenn Marcus in 1992, and then they're like, well, what was up with that Taurus? No, like, don't get personal. <laughs> I, don't. Oh, because you're saying you gave, I yes. got it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like we kind of chronically, not overshare, we're con- you know, but then when someone comes up to us in an airport and it was like, hey, anal sex in, in the Taurus. And you're like, excuse me. Yeah. How dare you? Bring, I don't think I could ever go how that dare you? Br- how dare you bring up the thing that I bring up every podcast episode? This is yeah. rude. Yeah, yeah. Please get away from me. <laughs> yeah. How dare you bring up butt sex that I brought up in the Taurus? You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's just like sometimes people just hold mirrors up and we're yeah. like, put the mirror down. Yeah. How dare you? Isn't it weird that like, I never thought I would drop out of college to be like a radio host. Like we have to like, we have to do, right? Like I dropped out of college to do stand up. My mm. dream. Yep. My dream yep. was Eddie Murphy. Okay. That mm. was it. That was it. I was saw Eddie on, I saw Raw. My dad took me when I was 10 years old. And do you know that because of Raw? I always have like red leather somewhere near me. That's, well, no, that's deli- uh, the, that, that, uh, he was in the delirious, black- delirious was red and Raw was the black and blue. Uh, I think, oh. yeah, yeah, and and oh, and, then delirious. Well, yeah, the, de- whatever the because I remember seeing him in the red yeah. leather. Yeah, just like four or five years ago, I'm mean, like, why aren't we all doing that? I, I, why are we wearing hoodies for these people that are getting babysitters and driving to see us? At these fucking nightmare comedy clubs where they're eating frozen yeah. fish sticks or whatever the fuck they're being served, <laughs> and they are getting beer poured on them by the fucking yeah. whatever, <laughs> uh, and we're showing up in. Fucking hoodie, Under yeah. Armour hoodies. Why yeah. can't we just dress? Why can't we entertain a little bit, a little pizzazz without killing anyone? Yeah, you know, a I'm thinking flair. a little flash here. A little flair. Yeah, some I, I like, flair. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm a little. I'm starting to get. I'm starting to get in touch with my inner, like the real inner Guido. There's a little Guido Let's in there. Go. But here's the thing. Yeah, but the Guido gets watered down because of the Greek. Because you just stood in the rain for uh, 45 minutes outside my house and I didn't know you were standing there. I was like, listen, I like Whitney, but if these Jordans get wet for another five minutes, I'm not doing the show and I'm getting back <laughs> in the car. I literally saw, it's pouring rain in LA, dude. <laughs> and I look outside and I'm just like, walking by and you know when you can tell someone's been standing there a while? Like I knew. Like, just you were like, you could just look at my face you'd be like that's like three and a half minutes like i knew by your shoulders and just by your like the way you were kind of like trying to figure out how to get less wet (laughs) and i could tell (laughs) i could tell he was like looking through a chain of a text to get my number yes i was like yeah i was i was like no this is fine this is fine (laughs) then another minute went by and i was like i think i hear footsteps and then i was like if it's not footsteps i might leave I might, and it was the one part where the gutter was clogged, so it was like just a hose. It was one hose right next to him. It's the most disrespectful. I was just like, "Why did I wear these Jordans?" And then I was like, "Hey, Paul Verzi, come on in." (laughs) It was fine. It was fine. Um, But yeah, dude. So inner Guido, walk me through this, and and really quick, the word Guido. I think like there's like a new generation of people that maybe call people might not even know what it means. Yes, yeah, so there's different levels. I was actually just talking about this on uh, with uh, another comic about this. So there there are different levels of Guido. Like mine is, is watered it, is it, down. Is it an insult if you call someone a Guido? Is it's funny. An that's a great question. And somebody asked me that. No, it's how you it's how you say it. If you're like ah, this fucking Guido. Guido. If you do it like that, then it's like. But if it's like oh, my no, Guido, right? Okay, right. You know, but I don't go like I'm not a pinky ring guy. I'm not. <laughs> but I gotta have. Listen, I gotta have one. This is part of me. This is part of me. Oh, okay. Oh. No, this is part of one, me. One, okay, yeah, as like, it should be. Like, this has to be. As it like, should be. Like, this is part of who I that am. That chain. Can I ask you a question about the chain? Yeah. 
what decides the length of the chain? You can't go too low. But, how, but, but I don't also don't need a I can't have a hugger. No, you so can't. So it's be gotta be it's gotta be right. Actually, my wife handed this to me in between shows of my first special. And I haven't taken it off since. In, in 2018, when I did my Comedy Central special, she gave me this. And this is part of, you know. But I'm a one chain, But let me ask watch. you something. What, but this, I think that men's jewelry is important. Yeah. Because men, you guys, I'm, I'm 2023 defending men. Um, hot take. So guys don't get to have jewelry. They don't get to have hair stuff. Everything that um, is sort of in the uh, socially constructed that, is considered beautiful with women, we can change it, right? right. So if we don't have uh, uh, thick hair, we can add right. someone, uh, uh, I stand with Ukraine, but my hair is Russian. We can add someone else's hair. Oh, dude, I hair. thought you were just going to pull half your hair out. Can you I imagine? I would have fucking lost Shh. it. If you were just like, yeah, we could just do this. Oh, you're just holding a fucking... <laughs> I would have been like, damn. Just scalp myself. <laughs> so I can add someone else's hair to my head and not wash it for days and like I can do this and it's fine. Right. If you did this, people would call the um, police. Yeah. 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 Uh, and you, your children will be taken from you. Yeah. If you, if you, if <laughs> right. you glued someone else's hair to your head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you have like a zit that you know you're about to shoot another special, you have a zit. Like you just have a zit and you're special. Right. 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 But I can put like caulk and grout on it, and everyone knows I've got caulk and like makeup on it, and they see it, and they're like, "That's fine." Yeah. Like we can fix most of the cosmetic things, whereas like if we're too short, we can wear heels. Yes. You know what I mean? Like we, we can, can just change. We out. can wear um what's it called? Uh harnesses under our under our we can wear harnesses yeah. to change the shape of our bodies. Women can morph into something they're not completely. A hundred percent. And by the way, are lauded for it. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Where'd you get that hair that is stuck to your head that someone else's? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but guys, like if you so much as do hair any of it yeah. you, if you draw in a little bit I just draw it in an eyebrow on camera like a psycho yeah and no one will care yeah no that was I saw that that was wild if you do this it's yeah. like yeah if I just started like you'll get your kids taken from you yeah, <laughs> yeah just, I just start putting chunks of beard on like yeah, they would be like yeah, what like Merkins, <laughs> you just can't so guys they can't wear they can't do their nails they can't uh 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 wear jewelry you guys have watches and sneakers and maybe car and car car belts and hats yeah That's kind of it yeah watches is a big one but i'm not i'm not like crazy but here's the thing i'm into white leather in the car so I just got a Lexus, right? And it was like a couple in the country that had the colors I needed. Because I said, I need dark outside the car. Dark outside. Dark outside. White leather. White leather. Or as close to white leather as you can. And it just pops and it's sick. The only thing I would say is let's make sure your wife gets those super absorbent tampons. <laughs> well, no, she's not allowed in the car. Wife. But, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a given. You know, neither are the kids. It's my car. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> I mean, you think I'm getting a car white leather than anybody in my car? Um, I bring baby wipes in the car and I wipe down. I mean, it's crazy. It's so no, as you look, it's I'm if I have this theory, like whenever um a guy I'm dating is like, like I need help with something, like like yeah. can you put a bandaid on the my finger? Yeah. Or can you help me with like tweezers? I just I'm about to go to that thing, and then when they're like, I just I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm like, um, how about just look look at me, treat me half as well as you treat your car. Yeah, 
And yeah. that's like a shortcut. So just pretend <laughs> I'm your car. That's it. And then they're like, oh, I got it. Here's some baby wipes. Uh, yeah. Here, you need yeah. it. I got like, then yeah, they, they hug know. you. They start cleaning stuff. Yeah. They know what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hug you. They're like, oh, in that case, they give you a kiss. They're <laughs> <laughs> and then it all makes sense because boats and cars are she. Ah, not that interesting. That is interesting. She. No one ever. You're. No one's. You're not driving around in your white Lexus, being like, "There he is." <laughs> there's my man. There's my dude right there. No, you're like there. That's there my girl. She that's is. my baby. There she is. That's yeah. my little baby. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. my baby. That's yeah. really funny. Like it's weird. It's it's interesting that boats are she and cars are she. And I have a theory with part of the reason a lot of men hate women so much is that if you name your or think of your car, your boat as a she, you're gonna yeah. hate any she's because boats and cars break down and they're fucking. They don't work a lot and they're expensive. Stop associating us with your expensive fucking money pit purchase. Do you think men hate women? No. <laughs> so, Paul, you know how you just say no, just you, you know how you say an exaggeration for yeah, yeah. comic effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you no. You know, check out no, Nocturnal no, no. Admissions. He does it for sixty minutes straight and is great at it. But if I do it, no, no. I but meant if like, I knew it. I bet. Uh, no, I get it. But I was just like, you know, you made me think of when you did the hugging thing. I was like, I hugged my wife the other day, right in front of my daughter. And listen, it's Creepy. a big thing. No, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. Okay. One of the best quotes I ever heard. You're going to love this. Okay. John Wooden. Okay. Uh, love him. John Wooden. You know Coach John. UC, UCLA, UCLA coach. Yes, that's right. 11 championships, whatever. Uh, inches make champions. John Wooden. Nice. But inches. He's got, he's, he's got two And it my, was about dicks, yes. He's got two of my favorites. Okay. He's got... Um, Draft black players. What? <laughs> what was the other one? <laughs> I think that's his number one. That's yeah, in the Hall of Fame. Working with therapists can help you get closer to the best version of you. If you're thinking of giving a therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, entirely online. Here's the other thing about therapy. You don't have to do do it forever. Like, I think a lot of people are like, I don't want to go to therapy. And you're like, just go to like one. Just go to one session. If it works, go to another one. If it works, go to another one. You know what I mean? And then if you want to switch counselors, you can. 10 years ago, the sentence I just said, that would have been a uh, disrespectful thing to say to someone or uh, elitist because it would be like, oh, just switch therapists. Ten years ago, switching therapists took like eight months. You're like, find a new one. Someone had to like tell you where to go. You know, like drives eight miles and like get the insurance and deal with there's it would have been a nightmare. Now you can just click, click, clack, click, computer guy, new therapist, blink of an eye. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. What? If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Whitney today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Whitney. Failure to prepare. Is preparing to fail. Is preparing to fail. Okay. But okay, the- but he was also a white guy and they don't fail. They didn't fail around that time. So, if okay, so that's great if you're like great advice for like Elon Musk and like, uh, but I think for some people it's like preparing to fail that, but also like have like a little bit of a plan B, not that you're gonna fail, but like. Like, what if you went out last night? You couldn't like, be 100% just in case prepared? After, like, just in case after the wedding, he, like, hits you on the wedding night. Like, ha- like <laughs> just have your credit in order. Have a, you know what I mean? Like, have. If he hit you the night. Have a, like, 
<laughs> if he like <laughs> hits you on your wedding night after a couple Jack Daniels yeah. and seeing the bill uh, for the you know shrimp, <laughs> you know just bob and weave. That's all. Have a plan. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bitch, that's four double martinis. But, I said two, but it was an open bar. I thought it was an open bar. You didn't tell me it's not being an open bar at eleven. It was three. The band they had extra shrimp. Okay, but why? But I didn't. Why didn't you tell the band to stop playing? If it's if it. It was overtime. We went oh. to overtime on the fucking band. Oh, that's great. I could have just put fucking Journey on my iPod and I have this fucking guy <laughs> playing it's a, uh, you're a brick house. Like why? <laughs> Is this how it's going to be? Was brick house out there? <laughs> <laughs> um, but my favorite one is um, the best thing a, a, a man or a father can do for his children is love their mother. And I've seen that. And because like, when you fight sometimes with your spouse and your kids feel it, you could feel that they don't like it. But mm -hmm. when it's the opposite, like I hugged my wife in the kitchen and I just saw my my kids like lift up and you're like, oh shit, that's like a heavy thing. Cause they're like, yeah, sometimes they'll get a little uncomfortable if they hear an argument. Me and my wife won't scream at each other. But like, even if it's just like, why'd you take my car? You know, or so something I, like that. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. And this camera will get it. So I'm, uh, I do feel like every now and then I'm tiptoeing by accident into like s future sexual predator behavior, like by accident. Wait, like wait. I shoot my podcast at my house and, I, and I'm like, hey, come check out my bedroom. Like if I was a scumbag in 10 years, everyone would be like, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when she would just like Whitney change? was on some shit. It was like. It, it just seemed at the time like goofy lady with her hat. Like, <laughs> she did bring me into her bedroom and like show me deer or whatever the fuck we just did. It was kind of a romantic moment. But can I just get a. I just would like a little tutorial. I'm 40 years old and I'm not sure how to hug anyone. We didn't have a lot of hugging growing up in my home. There are. My dad and I never physically touched each other really at all until. Uh, my graduation from, I believe it was college, there's a photo of him standing next to me and like hugging me from the side. And it's like so awkward. Cause we just didn't, he would like write me cards later. Yeah. Like he just couldn't really like, he had a son and then two daughters. And we would like, he would like throw the basketball at me really hard. Like that yeah, was yeah. how we like basket. We were like, you know, uh, playing basketball. Uh, <laughs> he would, we would drive around, like we would drive around, um, like DC at the time or where we were, Virginia, and he would point out like the way that we had father daughter, daughter time is he would point out businesses and explain to me why they were scams and like money laundering schemes, you know? Okay. So, so he'd be like, oh good, the cell phone store where they fix your cell phone. Well, and then they they make sure it's broken uh, when they fix it. So then you'll have to come back. You know, what I mean? like he'll just explain the whole fucking thing. Circuit City. Okay. So here's the fucking thing about sorry, for him, they're all liars, thieves, and worms. Like he'd do this whole thing with me going like, this is why you never, whatever. And then Subway, the bread, that's not bread. Like he knew that shit. Right. Like 20 years ago, he was on Subway bread, which now we know is like yoga mats. Yeah. The one thing I didn't learn is, that, so you're hugging your wife. So that's there's, there's a certain kind of hug that is like, you don't have to do it if you don't want. What? No, I mean, I could give a normal hug. I mean, I'm not going to. Okay, so, but don't hug me. Hug. Okay, how did you hug your wife in front of your kids? No, I just, you just, I just came over and just, okay. just like. Well, that's like, that. like okay, yeah. so, because that's, your kids were like, oh, they've never met? I mean, that feels a little, I like from a guy, a big, like, bear hug, but that might look aggressive to a kid. Yeah, like, I, I just, it was more of just like, I'm hugging mommy because I love and appreciate her. I love and appreciate my wife so much, and my wife is such a strong woman, and I want you guys to know how strong and awesome your Do mom is. Do women always so I'm just have gonna... to be on the bottom arm-wise? 
No, it's. A, I think it's. It's doesn't have to. I think if you're dating someone, you as a girl, you can go up, but to go on up. On someone you're not dating is like, wait. like if I saw you and your wife at the comedy store yeah. and I get to meet her for the first time, yeah. if I saw you and we hugged, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't go up. Right. I wouldn't You'd go down. Okay. You'd go down. Yeah. Well, I'd probably go like, I just feel. Does height matter? Yeah. <laughs> height has to matter here. Well, because that's the other thing. Here's why. My cause... wife's 5'1". She's very my oh, wife. Oh, so she wouldn't see anything any. Okay. She, she's small. She's smaller. I love that. So, Good for her. So, like, no matter where I go, I'm just taking her. Like, it's so it looks. Uh, uh, it's like a it enveloping her. Right. So my kid to my kids, it doesn't matter how it is. It's sure. just like, oh, daddy's. You know. You know what I think is kind of cool is uh, like doing a lot of sort of like you know whatever research I've been able to do to understand like the, what uh, parental dynamics that we saw the optics we saw growing up what helps because all children all always know everything like the worst thing we can do they say is lie to children like if you're yeah. arguing or if you lose your temper yeah. the worst thing you can do is go guys um mommy and daddy we're working on a scene because we oh, like yeah. to we're we're actors and we like to sometimes yeah. uh do acting scenes oh yeah my kids don't play that you shit. can't do that they no. just know you're lying to them they just know and then when you lie about it they start they can't handle the uh, idea that their parents are dishonest or would lie to them. So yes. they just blame themselves. Yep. And they go, oh, I must be crazy. I'm going to doubt myself. I'm going to doubt my own reality. Yep. The best thing you knew is go like, what the fuck was that? And then be like, kids, daddy, I just, I'm sorry. I just lost my temper. Or yes, that's actually doing that. Call them and say, hey, listen, this is what happened. My daughter has That was this my Bill Burr impression, by that the way. Was, that was- I'm sorry. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, daddy lost his temper. <laughs> and it will happen again. <laughs> it's what happened. No, um, my daughter senses everything, Whitney. Of like, course. So crazy to the point where she called me in two years ago before. My, my, now my son Called 13, you in? Like to her office? Room. Yep. Oh. Yes. No, <clears throat> like her office. <clears throat> she, she called me in a room. She said, sit down. How about this? Into yeah. your room. Huh? It's your room. Into into my room. Into your room. Because she she likes to watch her phone by the charger next to our bed because our dog lays there, right? So she goes, Dad, come in here. And I was going back and forth and she says, I need to talk to you and I need you to be honest with me. And I said, well, okay. And she says, you got to tell me what's the, what the deal with Santa Claus is, right? And I said- Let's go! And I, go, and I said, what? what? She goes, okay. She goes, I've been hearing things. <laughs> <laughs> and, she goes, and she goes, and I've been seeing some things and I need you to tell me. I swear to God, she goes- you know, is this guy real? Because look, if I'm going to sit on this guy's lap at the mall, I got to know. Yeah. Because this does, does, it does not up to me. To wait in line to sit on this guy's lap is a little fishy. Yeah. And she starts going like, he can't get all the houses. Like, what's, something's wrong. He can't There's get, no way he can get all the houses he, he, he in can't one get in the night. world. He can't get, so she goes. Because just, he's, uh, uh, he's obese. And the, he's, and the thing with, fall, the, the sleigh can't. I mean, he'll be exhausted after like, <laughs> Rhode Island. Yeah. He's done. But then you have to go, but there's Mrs. Claus <laughs> who's handling most, Mrs. Claus, by, behind every great man. Yeah, Mrs. Claus is handling shit. But she's like older than him, shockingly. Mrs. Claus looks like she 97 and Santa always looks like 66. Yeah, yeah, Santa always looks like 14 years younger, doesn't he? Which means like she's aged prematurely from the stress of trying to churn out the like nutcracker. Well, she's probably getting on him like you you slacked last year, you're getting lazy. Yeah, 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 you for got, sure. You know, we got to watch the cookies mm -mm. because it's fucking you up. It's a little too much. You know, yeah. And also, dude, um <laughs> you're just some guy and you think you're Santa. So stop. And Santa can't become diabetic. Yeah, he can't, can't, can't. So, and you got to stop going into people's homes in the middle of the night. It's weird. 
Yeah, it's it's twenty twenty three. Like, what are we what are we doing here? No, so so my daughter goes. <laughs> my daughter goes. Uh, she goes. I go. Yeah, you know. Listen, and this is how I tried to f- get around it. I go. The spirit of Christmas is always real. Like I tried doing that. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I tried that's to, good. The spirit of Christmas. That's good. And she goes. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you something. She goes. If I find out he's not real, she goes. I'm going to be pissed. And I just walked out of the room. Seems like you already are, and sweet pea. And I said to my wife, I go, dude, she knows. I go, she knows. And she's she at, at the time uh, seven, eight? She's she, At the time, she's around eight, eight and a half uh-huh. years old. Uh-huh. Uh, she just and is where we, a And then woman. you're like, hey, mo- honey, what, what's a tooth fairy? We got There's a couple things. Easter bunny. Yeah, that those were easier though. Once we, you find out the big man's not real, the other ones. But also, I'm curious because I, 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 full disclosure, my last special, I had jokes kind of about um, surveillance stuff and privacy and why it's like fine and who yeah. gives a shit and why are we, like the ship sailed on it. But I do, I did tr- try to make an argument and just kind of gave up on it that um, surveillance is actually a good thing because we're like this is listening, this is li-. when we know we're being watched, we do behave better. Right. Yeah. Generally, yeah. if you know there's cameras watching or someone listening or we're here on a podcast, like it does change the way you behave. Right. So I think that a lot of what Sa- the purpose that Santa served is like think about whenever Santa was invented, like 400 years ago or whatever. Uh, I do want to talk about the Scandinavian. Can you find the Santa, the racist Santa party that they have in? I think it's Sweden or Denmark where they do like blackface Santa, like a parade what? in the street still to oh. this day. In Holland, it, he's called Black Pete because he goes up and down chimneys. So that's why he's all black. Oh, right. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, so Santa, think about being a parent 400 years ago. How the fuck are you going to control your kid? They're just like throwing shit. They're running away. They're yeah. just like moving in with na- They're just, you can't find they're them. They're outside. Yeah. And then someone had to just be like, uh, someone's watching you. And if you don't <laughs> behave a certain way, you're not getting presents. Yeah. You know, so yeah. are you naughty or nice? We're making a list all year, right? And then right. it's it, and then kids all of a sudden yeah, were like, sorry, yeah. How else would you have controlled children? That's a, actually a really good point. You got well, yeah, you got to threaten with like you're being watched all year, all year by someone surveillance. That's, that's actually by someone that's not me, right? And he's he's I don't have any. He's there's an eye in the sky watching an, you always. I, he's I don't decide what he does. He's this guy we can't control. It's actually a cruel thing to tell a kid. But it, I'm it sure they got in line. Yeah, it 400 works. years ago, if you if you couldn't whip them anymore or whatever they did, or yeah. they, they there was no room in the factories for them to work in. That's crazy. This is Black Pete. My thing is that took these people. I don't know. This was probably organized. What two or three months? This hang of these people. Yeah, and it looks really. But detailed. they. That's it. You have is to do the shoe so polish much. was like. Yeah. Like you saw, like that took. Two and a half yeah. hours to apply. Yeah. that Like, that's how bad you want to be in blackface. At like, what point are you, like, halfway done going, maybe this is a bad fucking idea? Or, like, <laughs> like or by the way, maybe I should just stay in my home yeah. and be racist and just do it here. Let's just do it Let's in here. Let's have, like, our own racist party yeah. at home instead of, like, going through this. Yeah, that's like. And then, but look at this guy. I can't tell people. He's, he's not. It looks like he's just in the back. You don't have to go in the blackface, it doesn't seem like. You can go. Is he's laughing? He's well. He's kind of just like, hey guys, we can do this parade without the uh, shoe polish on our faces. <laughs> I think yeah. the key to blackface is how well it's applied, because then you know how often they've applied it in the past. Oh, so if these were just like bleh, bleh, and you're like that blackface kind of sloppy, you know what? 
uh, 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 it's not about mistakes. It's about patterns. So you did it once, you fuck up, don't do it. This is, they've done this yearly. This People is a- should test Justin Trudeau because he said he only did it once. Let's see how that application came on. I think, dude, he had help. <laughs> okay. That's even double. That's even double roast someone if, else into it. If somebody else is into it and they're not telling they're and they're they're not saying, hey, this might be a bad idea. Sabotage. Ooh. Well, so someone was like, I'll apply your blackface, Justin Trudeau. Yeah, My pleasure. Like, yeah. I didn't vote for you. He dick. had it on his hands, Justin Trudeau. Could yeah. you look up Justin Trudeau? Hands? It wasn't just his face. Wow. His hands were black. Like he was sparing no expense. He takes his underwear off his black. <laughs> Just everywhere, like he took it too far. Like, buddy, you're this. You're just this. This took a full day. Let's do images, images. So look at his hands, right here, far right, far right. Yeah, look at his hands. Oh yeah, his hands are in blackface. Black hand. Black face is one thing. Black hand up the wrist. By the way, up the wrist. You could. How? By the way, look at the chest. Where did it stop? There you go. If at all. Ah! And how about this? Let me do you one better. So look, (laughs) this is something you could do blackface with, right? He put it on, he's holding some white woman by the neck, uh, or I don't know what, uh, and and look, that should go off on her skin, right? Technically it should. It's not, it's not. He used a setting spray, you guys. Oof. (laughs) In makeup, you have something called a setting spray. Of course, I don't have it with me right now, but it's a spray that makes it, Lock in and not rub off. It's like a top coat. Yeah. This motherfucker like had a top coat, like practice to make sure it didn't, uh, you know what I mean? Look at his, you could tell that's not the first, you could tell. Dude, it's up to the white of his eye. (laughs) Like it's, he got conjunctivitis from this and it was worth every, it was worth it. (laughs) He got pink eye. It looks better than some real black people's. Like it actually is like I've seen I have black friends and it's not that perfect. It's just like <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> Sundays is an air dried dog food made from sh- a short list of human grade ingredients. Sundays was co-founded by Dr. Tori, a practicing veterinarian. Sundays contains 90% meat, 10% vegetables, and zero percent synthetic nutrients. We love it. Besides USDA beef and all natural chicken, you'll find digestive aids like pumpkin and ginger, plus disease fighting antioxidants. Unlike any other fresh dog food, Sundays is zero prep, zero mess, and zero stress. Even for me, I can make stress out of anything. I still can't find a flaw in it. Sundays is a a shelf stable, which makes it easy to feed your pup top quality food. Every order ships right to your door, so you'll never worry about running out of dog food. Again, genius. Sundays is affordable. It costs 40% less than other healthy dog food brands because Sundays doesn't waste money shipping frozen packages. Thanks, Sundays. Instead of doing that, they spend money on what actually matters, like sourcing the best all-natural ingredients for your pup. But this one has been such a game changer for me because most dog foods, they come in these like giant bags that are like 85 pounds and you'll like rip your rotator cuff just trying to like put it in a trash can to then feed your dog with like a big scooper and then you got food in your garage or wherever and then rats come and ants come and then Sundays came in hot changed my life solved problems I didn't even know I had we worked out a special deal for our dog loving listeners get 35% off your first order of Sundays go to sundaysfordogs.com slash Whitney, or use code Whitney at checkout. That's Sundays, S-U-N-D-A-Y-S, 
F-O-R-D-O-G-S.com forward slash Whitney. Upgrade your pup to Sundays and feel good about the food you feed your dog. You in, in raising kids, and then I have all these um, questions I want to ask you. Sure. Um, uh, and then I, I do want to talk about nocturnal emissions, ad- admissions, um, uh, Netflix. Is, why does it say Netflix is a joke special? Do they say that now instead of just Netflix special? They, uh, oh, because you filmed it at I, the festival. But no, no. They, they, what it was was we didn't know if it was going there. So like me and I think there was a few like uh, – Chrissy D. Santino, there's a few that are, it's now like Netflix is a joke. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You shoot it and then they take it or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Doing, I think yeah. they probably Tim did Dillon, that on my- Tim Dillon. Uh, so th- it's just but something they're doing. But I did the same doing. thing though. I, I don't, because uh, uh, I paid for mine and licensed it. But I don't know if mindset, I'm sure it does on the poster. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the nice thing was with Nocturnal Admissions is when we talked to them, they were like, hey, man, we love Paul, but it's a lot of competition and we don't know. And then when they saw it, they were like, this belongs here. And that's what that's what we all felt really good about because the work was done. So um, yeah, shout out to those guys. I really, it did so well. Thank God. You know, because when, once it's out, then it's out of our control. And that's what's kind of scary. Like that, I do, I will say my wife is like, oh, you su-, like you changed the last 24 hours before it comes out because I'm just like <clears throat> alright here we go you know here we go and, and she's like you seem tense on it's edge. like being on the t- a roller coaster is about to start like you know when you're at the top of the roller coaster it's like it's like you're you're locked in and you're like yeah. <gasps> like the anticipation you're like I could die or this could change my life in a good way yeah the, the re- and the reviews within the first 48 hours are like pretty much what's gonna stay reviews like, but hold on can I ask you a question yeah Reviews. Let me just, you guys know me and my uh, stance on reviews. Uh, I'll do my quote real quick. Um, not for, from This is your John Wooden? This is not a John Wooden quote. This is an Oscar Wilde quote, which I don't for a minute believe any of his quotes were his. Um, <laughs> uh, they were all his mistresses. There's no way he had that many fucking quotes. Yeah. But he did say, or whoever said he stole it from, <laughs> said, um, uh, critics are people that go to the battle site where the war has been won and they shoot the survivors. So critics that have never done comedy right. or aren't just fans of comedy, um, you're a loser. I get that. You're a you're a dork and um <laughs> no one likes you. <laughs> and we uh, you're a talentless. Let's just keep going. All right. No. Let's, go. <laughs> Let's go. You're talentless. By the way, you're judgmental. Spineless. <laughs> Feckless. Feck. No, they're not feckless. They're they they they. They have fecks. No, because feckless is when you like you're reckless, you're careless, right? They care a lot. They spend uh, and then he was she was punching down uh, right. on her brandy. But I don't mean that. And she's problematic. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, and I agree with that. I think those people. Are the How worst. dare you tell? Uh, you don't get to decide if comedy's right. a democracy. And right. you shot this, and um, the people laugh. The people laughing, like, yeah. decide. So, co- so comics. Here's the thing about us: we yeah. don't need you to critique us because the audience right. does it for us. Right. That's uh, what we do. So we say a joke. If they don't laugh, we change it. Yeah. Uh, we don't do a special where everyone's unanimously thinks it's hilarious, and then you go, "Well, I don't know." But we don't. We think you're, um, uh, like have. We think you are, um, like sick. Uh, and like call your dad and like work because he dropped the ball on you and just like yeah. just work it start working out it out with him, right? Or get like Garage Band and start building your dream. Yeah, yeah. Do your what you, do you do your th- do yeah. your thing. Yeah, make drawings, put them on. You want to be an artist? Be a journalist. Be a co- yeah. become a comic. Come to the fucking dark side over here, the bright side, really, and be like, hey, I used to be a journalist that um 
fucking critiqued comics. Wasn't that weird? Yeah. For Slate.com. I know. And then be a comic. Yeah. And and what's funny is we want these people to pass us in clubs when we're coming up. We want to get passed in clubs. And it's somebody that never lived in our shoes, never stood there in a bomb, never had to go through that. What's your qualification for deciding? Oh, you were a waitress four years ago here. <laughs> you handed out fucking nachos here. And then now you're saying who belongs in the, in the room. But what about but the fans? What I'm saying too is like if a movie's good, right? Like when yeah. Godfather came out, the masses were like, this is fucking incredible. I kind of mean the fans that Never weren't in the it. room. No, you're kidding. Nope. No, you're kidding. Nope. No, you're fucking with me. Nope. you never seen Godfather. I saw a little bit of the open because I recently tested for Francis Ford Coppola. So I watched a little bit of the beginning, like the party part. Did you see the offer? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Did you watch the- No, but I would like to. The offer, which is about the making of The Godfather, oh. I, but the documentary about the making of Apocalypse Now, I love. But you know what I'm doing? And I actually have this written down. I yeah. swear to God, I prepare for these. See? Yeah. Virginity, that matters. So what I'm trying to do- <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> well, because I'm sure this seems like I didn't prepare for this at all. I didn't fucking pronounce his name right. So can I can I earn the respect? That Guys, I've lost? today we have Paul Viarzzi here. So and we're thrilled to have Paul Mooney is here. Uh, well, I had to have him in the rain, so the blackface would at least wash off, so we could do a fucking interview. So I like to leave my guests in the rain to make yeah, sure their makeup comes blackface off. Blackface makeup all over my rental right now. It is. And then we're gonna talk about uh, get back to Guido. But yeah, sure. I I'm uh, uh, the Godfather. I'm obsessed with because I can't really offer to anyone I've ever uh, that I might be with seriously in the future uh, my vaginal virginity or uh, uh, any holes really. So I have, I think, subconsciously but not saved a couple movie going experiences oh. for my guy. So I've I'm a virgin in other ways. I've never seen Star Wars. Wow. Can so the person I am with that I decide to be with forever like. I'll watch Star Wars with if you. If you didn't see Goodfellas, I'm leaving. You saw Goodfellas? I see Goodfellas every night in the hallway of the comedy store. <laughs> I've seen Goodfellas, but I haven't seen the movie. Wow, so that's another great one. Goodfellas. That's with um the 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 what? um uh <laughs> I mean, is this serious? <laughs> My what? cousin Vinny is in it. <laughs> oh my what the <laughs> Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. <laughs> I wasn't ready to do a movie cinema fucking podcast. Give me a minute and I'll regroup and I'll kick your ass on documentaries. Did you see Forrest Gump? I did. <laughs> yeah, all right. And uh, I have, we should, you know, everyone's like, oh my God. God, remember that movie about the guy, the kid in the the metal leg braces and his the love of his life had AIDS? Yeah, and she like hoard around. Jenny and then... had AIDS, <laughs> and somebody said he got AIDS too, which is crazy. They, I don't. So she fucked a handicapped boy. What? Did the AIDS fuck up her? So that would mean they fucked if he got AIDS too. Well, they had a kid together. 
So the kid has AIDS. <laughs> Everybody's got AIDS. And the kid's gonna be need the to wear a fucking hell. Why would you have kids with someone that had couldn't fucking figure out how to open a box of chocolate and write? I mean, <laughs> well, that's life is nothing dude, like a box of chocolate. Your nothing. your time frame on the movie is so hilariously off. <laughs> the box that came after the legs. He was sitting on the bench. I'm just saying, if a guy can't figure out how to how life works. By the way, how good is your life that you think it's like a box of chocolates? Right. How well are things going oh, for that's you? That's so fucking that that, funny. For me, I'm like life is like a box of cyanide <laughs> mixed with a bunch of electricity, mixed with a couple rapists that I sometimes have to work for. That's my life. But I'm glad yours is full of chocolate. Life is like a box of pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know which one you're going to get. <laughs> Life is like a box of AIDS. That's the clip. Life is like a box of pedophiles. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. You gave your own kid AIDS? And no, it's like this. Life is like a box of pedophiles. You don't know what island you're sailing to. You know what? <laughs> no, I think you do. And that's why you're going there. I think you're getting on, you're rowing to that uh, island specifically because uh, there's un, there's tiny buttholes. Also, oh shit, man. although I am I'm tearing up, you here. know what? I am pro Forrest Gump. You know why? Why? Because he called Jenny Jenny. He didn't pronounce Jenny's name right, but he loved her. So Paul Verzi, Verzi, Jenny. Yeah, he said Jenny. Yeah, he said Jenny. He so was. Paul Verzi. <laughs> I'll take that over the so way. So why not let me be mentally? Neurodivergent. You could call me whatever. It's fine. Thank you so much. But you know what I like? Uh, really you, quick, I just love yes. that white guys get to make movies where they're just jogging and then it, it gets uh, awards. <laughs> Can you imagine if I made a movie where I was just like jogging? <laughs> Everyone be like, mm. and like in love with some guy that had AIDS. It's just you on a treadmill in a gym? <laughs> no, yeah, it's just me running on the street and everyone's like, Oscars, Emmys. You're like... <laughs> Like, imagine Forrest Gump with a woman. Whitney Cummings on 38 Miles. But so... The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. The guy that I'm going to either marry or have a kid with or whatever the fuck. People That's what I was going to say. And I like, I like that because when I first started dating Stacy, she never saw Scarface. And they did a New York City theatrical release of it. <gasps> and we go in and it's packed and like as soon as he comes in and he's like, I'm Tony Montana, the whole place erupts. Went crazy? I go, I go, wait watch and she was just like so that is cool that you get to sit down with somebody watch the godfather good fellas you could have like a mafia red wine pasta weekend because i think that a lot of times when people meet like i just think it's so cool that when you yeah. met stacy and she said she hadn't seen scarface you were like ah never mind she's not for me that's a good thing. No, because, I was like, we're doing this together. Because if she's seen Scarface, it means she's fucked Italian after Italian after Italian <laughs> and after Italian. Uh, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, this angelic, yeah. Yeah. Un, unscathed. Baby, yeah. watch it with me. I'll protect you from Her the eyes haven't seen drug lords yet. So for me, I'm like, the way that I can sh uh, uh, love my future dude, I, like I really try to not watch really important movies to like, God, like dorks 
because yeah. I'm for sure going to marry a fucking dork. And so I've, I haven't seen Star <laughs> Trek, Star Wars. Can I just see one, not the other? Star Wars. I have to I'm a Star, Star Wars. Wars. I can't. I don't watch Star Trek. I watch Star Wars. Okay, you gotta okay. Go Star Wars. But is that like Howard, Opie, and Anthony? Like what? Is Coke, Pepsi. I, I. I don't. I, some people think so. I don't. I think Star Wars is just the best. But uh, Star Trek feels like the Mad TV to the Star Wars SNL. I would actually agree with that. I would actually think that that's a great analogy. Actually, uh-huh. yeah. Not that nothing wrong with Mad. Yeah, TV. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. But. Star Wars is Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do, do, why, don't want to burn a bridge. We don't want to burn a bad well, TV you bridge. Do, yeah. Over here. <laughs> but we still, hold on. Wait, We're I'm still, still trying to get on Matt TV's match. Anyway, so. <laughs> hold on. Anyway, so hey, what you doing? What you doing? What are you guys doing? Now let's go. Hey, give me blackface. Let's go down to the street. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> hey. Oh, that reminds me. Yeah, I'm Eddie Murphy. I don't even know what impression I'm doing. Yeah. Um, Eddie Murphy. You watched Eddie Murphy and yeah. it changed your life. My, Raw. Yeah, my father. So my parents were divorced when I was five and my mm-hmm. brother was 10. And uh, the, Which the is courts, how we know he's hilarious. Which, <laughs> the courts only gave my dad. And there was no like abuse. There was no like, the it was just, courts. they were just bad, bad mix. Just didn't work. Can I tell you, it happens so often. And you know what I call it? A whoopsie. Could be. When, when, same with my parents, they fell in love. Yeah. I think they, no one gets married thinking they're going to get a divorce, which is tricky because then it's like, don't plan for failure. You're going to fail. You're going to follow the plan, whatever that, yeah, 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 yeah. you know? Um, but I think that happened with my parents too. I think they really were in love. They really wanted to work it out. Yeah. But they just didn't have the tools yet. Well, my dad was more of like, we're going to get a mansion and a boat and sure. matching fur coats and sure, Rolexes. Sure. And my mom was just like, I man. don't want to. My mom was like, I don't need all that. And they just, well, they had different personalities. So is he single now? Because uh-huh. <laughs> no. he sounds like my type of fucking guy. <laughs> Not real minx though. When he's like, wait a minute, he's going to bring me home a fucking. Yeah. Yeah, fur, you know, fur with yeah, a Rolex. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just do like a faux fur. The Rolex is good. The boat is maybe fine because if you if you dock a boat in California, yeah. you don't have to pay taxes because you're on oh, okay. a boat. Yeah. So the smart guys in LA, unfortunately, live in Marina Del Rey on boats. But every oh, dude, this houseboat thing. Have you ever <laughs> seen? Are, are you dating someone? Don't yeah. tell me you're dating someone. Have you though been on apps at all in LA? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, there's like you'll see a guy like the third one. It's like him and like a dog that's not his. And then like him and like his sister who he is estranged from but just needed the photo for, you know, to look like he got along with the women in his family. And then the third one will be like him on his houseboat. (laughs) And then you start texting like, come hang out on my houseboat. And you're like, I love that you're not paying taxes and you're smart about business. But at the same time, like, I don't know if I want to have conversations with the guy I'm dating. Like this. (laughs) Hearing water hit. Just like, so where should we go to dinner? Should we? Dude, you should do that as a bit. You really? should do that as a While bit. While you're fucking, you're just like. Dude, that's a bit. Um, Dude, that's a, I'm not, that's a joke. That's a good bit. Because you could do it even like sit, you know, standing there talking, talking serious. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Never again. No, what would be funny if you I'm had I'm out this, of here. Yeah, you had this profound thing. I'm out of here. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, you had like a profound thing and you fell. It's like, yeah, dude. I'm just like, I'm Go overboard. Good, dude. <laughs> the movie Overboard, that I've seen. That's a great one. The old one. There was a new I, one without a That's a, a great one. Excellent. But- Coming to AM. 
Watch out, shred the couch on a whim A little fluffy crazy cat who don't play nice with the kids You're a danger floof How but I'll keep it safe for you poop You're an unnatural beast with natural litter under your feet, yeah At least in your box inside No more dust all over the place Everybody without clay, say me out World's best cat litter for the world's best cat so the, my dad only had like, we only saw my dad on Sundays and Wednesdays and movies was a big thing for us. Yeah. So my grandmother and mother were like, you can't take him to see Eddie Murphy. I was Roy. about He's to 10 say, years old. how do you 10. decide what you're allowed to see? 10? Well, my dad, I was like 10 my, and they're like, you can't take him to see like- A black he, man succeeding at something. And he took me. <laughs> <laughs> God forbid. Go, you know what? How about this? Don't watch Eddie Murphy Rock. Go watch The Cosby Show yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and, and that's it for Something me. wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> A family show. <laughs> Which, by the way, just real quick, sorry. I don't mean to talk about Cosby anymore because the last couple uh, episodes of the show, I have um, t spoken about how because he is touring again, I am offering to open for him on the road. Uh, and uh, for the low price of I'll pay you 30 grand to do it. Uh, I'm completely obsessed with the fact that he's touring again. Um, and I'd like to go because, you know, retard, uh, Cosby, the only people that are coming to see you are coming to yell at you. So I would like to witness it. Um, and throw That's wild that Don't you gone. think? That's like, wild. no, everyone's going to come and just be like, rapist. Like, what are we... But Cosby, here's the thing about the show, because it is, in my opinion, one of the best sitcoms. Martin, Cosby, yeah. it's very well made, you know. We'll talk, it doesn't matter why. Um, Cheers, uh, Pilot's Perfect, but there's some uh, Cosby Show episodes, uh, like the Cosby sweater episode, and then the, the, the striped shirt, remember the one yeah. that he got the irregular one, he wanted the designer one? Yep. Like, there's just... I'm just curious, like, why – I didn't realize this at the time, but, like, why was Bill Cosby's character, Heathcliff, in – why was he a gynecologist? And, was he a gynecologist? Yes. Oh, I thought he was just a doctor. I didn't nope. know. He was a gynecologist. Gynecologist. And, by the way, his office was – he'd come up the stairs from his basement and be like, all right, done for the day. Oh. <laughs> he took off his – His blood. office was in his basement? He'd walk up a flight of stairs, walk through, and then take off plastic gloves and be like, dinner? Ready? That bitch was gross. <laughs> but hey, stop pretending you wore gloves, Heathcliff. They had nothing on them. He had, by the way, right behind the door, he just put them on. And now he's like, oh, ready to go. What? You wouldn't take them off after you opened a doorknob with them. You would have thrown them in the trash. If you had really used gloves. All right, kids, let's eat. If you yeah, would have yeah. used gloves, you would have yeah. taken them off downstairs. I never realized that he was a gynecologist. I, I half did, because then I would hear, like, I just delivered a baby or something. You'd be like, uh, like obstetrician or something. But then at the time, I think my brain was going like, oh, it's a good, even as a kid, I was like, it's a good thing to show black people. As a doctor. As doctors. Yeah, yeah. And it's safe. And yeah. like, Right. What could go wrong? You know, this guy's obviously just this wholesome comedian that like loves Jello Jiggler. So like, perfect. But don't you notice, Whitney, that all the people that don't curse and all the people that are like squeaky fucking clean and they don't have anything to hide? It's you know that you know they're the ones. You're the ones. They're the ones. And all you motherfuckers are like, you guys are low hanging fruit and you bully and yeah. you punch down. Well, at least behind the scenes, I'm not raping kids. We say what it is right then and there, and that's it. And we have nothing to hide. We have no secrets. Uh, but you know who does have a lot of secrets? A man that wears a shirt that says feminist. Oh, that's a thousand percent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. Why do you need to wear it's that like, shirt? Fuck you, really? First I'm a feminist too. First of all, who 
Yeah. Anyone who has to say I'm a feminist. I have hugged my wife recently. Yeah, like, I, I, well, I, I don't like what people are like. Yeah, I'm a feminist. It's like, oh, you have to say that? How about this? I'm a feminist. My car is a girl. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and I don't let anyone well, touch her. Well, yeah. Well, I mine's... protect her with my life. <laughs> yeah, well, mine's white leather, so women aren't allowed in it. But <laughs> I am a white supremacist, white skin only in the car. White skin. Yeah, it's skin at the end of the day. Leather's just skin. So. That's too dark. Get it out. Too dark. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, white. I want to be able to fucking see Hitler's reflection in it. Did you hear about that guy that was a, he was a serial rapist sure. and he was the cleanest comic? Has anyone raped just once and been like, not for me? <laughs> I'm just I'm d i am I don't know the answer. Cause I've <laughs> like, ah, that wasn't what as good as I thought it would be. <laughs> I'm just curious because it always seems to be a that is I'm just curious. Don't so fucking funny. I do that because you know what? That wasn't for me. I thought it would not be not for you know what? Not what I I had to go in the bathroom and jerk off to come. Dude, like I couldn't even come with dude, all the did wiggling. Rape once and go, no. Um you know what? I thought it would be more Hotter, more fun. She didn't say no enough, frankly. She kind of gave no, in. There, there was literally a comic who wouldn't, so squeaky clean. Yeah. I, Regan Cosby clean, and he would go to college campuses and do that. This was probably, I would can say- Can we name him? Early, early 90s. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, and, and something, but he, so they found out that he was doing it on Back college then, campuses. Back then, by the way, you could get away with fucking anything. And I heard this dude was cleaner than Cosby and Regan. Like, I heard this guy was that's like- what, By the way, that's what college uh, students love- to, yeah. to, to comedy they love to watch. Clean yeah. men talking about like, what's up with the meter maids? Am I right? Like Yeah, and you know how they got him? His schedule. They got they they got him based on his on his comedy schedule. They were like, Oh, you were at this college, you were at this college, you were at this college, and they got him and it's fucking But, cool. but did the girls or guys, uh I don't see gender, um, mm. they did the they's it, did uh, report him? They reported the crime. And then all of a sudden they figured it out. Can I tell you something about comics, dude? I'm going to say this because I'm I'm so proud to be a comic, mm -hmm. like in general. Mm -hmm. I haven't always been, maybe because of just bad data and like uh, bad dates. I don't know, all of it. But um, comics, we will, I mean, there are a lot of comics these days, younger ones, that I think are um, wildly... Uh, misguided mm -hmm. and they think after seeing Hannibal call out Cosby they think the way they're gonna get ahead is to call out their elders and how fucking dare you it's never gonna work yep. being a snitch might get me ahead you how know about you do the fucking work yeah, to but, get ahead but, uh, but uh, so when Hannibal did that he was already a like he didn't it actually probably, in a way, hurt him because then personally he had to deal with it. Yeah, because he was touring. He was selling tickets. Yeah. He didn't want to have to answer this all the time. He right. didn't want every interview to be about Cosby. He didn't want to right. be defined by Bill Cosby his whole life. He right. just did a fucking martyr-ass move because no one else would do it. Right. So, like, the cool thing about the Real Deal comics is we will fucking um, – I hate when people say throw under the bus. Like, th like, you can't throw someone under the bus who's guilty of a crime. <laughs> Right. You're not, th I'm not th you're not throwing someone under the bus. Right. They committed a crime or many crimes. Right. And they- uh, And you brought light to it. it yeah, yeah. yeah. So I actually think that comics, like uh -huh. uh, the real ones of Mice and Men 101 will be like, this one, I love him. He's my brother. Like he's got to go. Yeah. Or he can't. Yeah. We can't let them operate this way. So or we will fight for the ones that were wrongly- Yeah. Or unfairly- 
Absolutely. Maligned. Do you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. I think comics at the end of the day, the real ones are wildly fair. And even if yes. someone who's been un uh, um, unfairly uh, taken to their knees uh, for too long, how about that? Mm -hmm. Even the people that would benefit from that person going away forever because they'd get more specials or airtime mm -hmm. or bookings, which isn't true. There's enough, I think, for everyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We fight to get them back. Yeah, and you know what I don't like? Because we need them to fight for us when we fucking get, this yeah. was your Halloween costume from 10 years ago. We'll all go, Fuck. we'll, we'll yeah. protect our pack. Yeah, and I think the comedy community does that when somebody's down, but I agree. Like, I don't like, I, I've been doing this almost 20, I've been doing this 20 years, okay? Yeah. 17. I think that the, I think that this new generation is talking too much about each other. Of comics? Yeah. Like, you don't sit down and talk, hey, what do you think about so-and-so's conflict going? And I'm like, first of all, that person may have a family that's going to watch this. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to talk shit about somebody. How about somebody. this? How about this? Why are you speaking to me about my own friends at well, all? Uh, yeah. Why are we doing this on a comedy how podcast? Like, why, this is how, a how about this? I'll do one better. Why do you have a podcast? Who are you? <laughs> you have you have yeah. nothing to say except yeah. talking about other comics Th that, that do have something to say. Exactly. So why don't you stop your this stop um, embarrassing yourself and all of us, frankly, and mm -hmm. putting us on jury duty? David Spade calls podcast jury duty. Um, yeah. And stop making me drive to your garage right. to talk shit about my friends. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's, uh, because that's you're gonna for use your seven fans. Oh, so you can get in the algorithm of saying somebody. This name. is what I don't like. I don't like. Is that? Can people hear that? A little. Okay, sorry. Um, I don't like when com new comedians, younger generations of comedians, aren't comedy fans. Right. So when I was coming up, like still am, whatever. Who cares? Uh, uh, I loved comedian i loved watching comedy yeah i would like run in the fucking room with bill burr was on i would run in the room with louis ck had popped by i would run in the room if patrice was on like yeah. i was like yeah. instead of just being like i'm fucking taking him down you just watch it's like what yeah. the fuck are you doing yeah how about all these older comics or more experienced legends quite frankly that's right because that you should be so yeah, fucking lucky yeah to be alive at the same time with mm -hmm. Get their fucking names out of your mouth and maybe go watch them work and learn something. A hundred percent. Like you loved the comedy. You loved the comedy. You loved being in the comedy. You loved the room. These people are like, what the fuck do they do? What can I do? What? Yeah. Those they, people just of mice and men, you bring them in the woods and just. Yeah. Just let Lenny. Neck. Just let Lenny pet the rabbit. Yes. Or but we also have to just like stay away from these people because they're dangerous. Yeah. Like they're just dangerous. Yeah. You know, like that's what comedy is, you know? So yeah. we're all just like coping and we're all trying to heal for better, for worse. Yes. We're not trying to piss you off. We're not trying no. to get so trans people can't use a, a, a Exxon mobile bathroom. By the way, no one should be using a gas station bathroom. Babies, yeah. Yeah. toddlers. Emergency only. No, by the way, just pee outside. Just yeah. outside behind the gas station in the grass. Dude, I was taking a shit. Listen to this. I was taking a shit in a Target. Right? By the way, Target or is a, Targets and McDonald's are great places to take shit. <laughs> no, dude, I had to take shit. I think it was either Target or Stoppage. It was either no. I'm What's sorry. Stoppage? No, it was Stoppage Shop. 
Stop and shop. Shop. No, stop and shop is a grocery store. Copy. It's like what? Uh, what's your big grocery store out here? What's the big? Uh, well, Whole Foods is a money it's laundering like a scheme. It's like a what? Gelson's is like the Neiman Marcus of grocery stores. Ralph's. 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 Okay. So stop and shop is like a Ralph's, whatever. And I something happened. I'm shopping with the cart. I had to go so bad, and I just and I actually go, dude. Is there? I put my cart with all the shit in it, and I run to the bathroom, and I go down, and a dude is waiting. And he's going, oh, hurry up. And I swear to God, he put his eye in the crack. Dude, Whitney, he went like this. Whitney, he went like this. And I go, dude, what the f-? I go, yo. He put his eye, it was like a goblin. It was like a goblin that had- that gargoyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big and gargoyle energy. I don't know if I've ever been more vulnerable in my life. I'm sitting down on the toilet and a grown man is going, he's going, hurry, I can't. And so his I gotta, eye, it was the fucking most horrifying thing So this place is, ever. let's rename it Stop and Shit. Because <laughs> that is what it is, yeah. number one. Number yeah. two, you guys and your shit. So a couple things. When guys go take shits and Wait, it how takes- how did we get here? We're comics. I mean, you, we're, we're the best. Where were we saying right before it? Don't try to get out of the shit conversation. No, I'll, I'll, sh- I'll talk shit all okay, day. Okay, sorry, Stacey. Um, uh, so I'll talk shit all day. That's all we do is talk shit, but we never talk about actual yeah. dump poopy. So I don't like talking about poop. It's my lead. I don't, do, I don't like farts or poop jokes or any of that. No. But I do want you all to know, men- you are physically unwell. Uh, your shits, sh- you should be shitting like three times a day, smaller shits that come out. Your shits, you shouldn't have to sit on the shitter for like any more than truly like- Four th- minutes? Eat like, yeah. and that's leaving with like checking a couple Wait, tags. Wait, who shits three times a day? You should be. That's how it's supposed to be. Isn't it one in the morning, a nice healthy one in the morning you and you're done? You need to eat- vegetables and fiber like once a month like well like what? once or twice a month maybe let's just start there because when i hear guys talk i hear this story a lot not this exact one but like you, somebody was looking no, with just, their eyes no 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 oh. that's that's just you that's just your deal that's something you manifested remember when you didn't prepare to fail so you failed and you didn't have a backup i should have prepared remember i should have went to the bathroom you, yeah, first maybe yeah. when you didn't have a backup plan for that, that what did you call him a gargoyle it's a fucking guard. They're always, dude, if you're shitting and stopping shit, what are the chances that seven other dudes aren't right behind you? Zero. Oh, that's what you said. That's, I know how we got there. You said who sh- you can't shit in a, in a gas station. Oh, no, no, you can, you shouldn't. So when a parent is like, my child was in a gas station with a drag queen for two minutes. Yeah. I was like, why was, your chi- why was your child in a fucking gas station bathroom yeah. all day? What the fuck were you doing? Plan, get your time management together. Well, here's the thing. W- with kids, it's tough. Because a kid you know can what? all of a sudden How about just- this? Bef- okay, my dad, a fucking legend. Okay, legend. We left the house and he'd go, do you have to pee? I'm like, no. And he'd be like, we're not stopping. Oh, okay. He would let you know. And you're then we'd pee. be like, I need to stop. He'd be like, I said we're not stopping. No. I said, did you think, and then it was a whole thing. My dad was like a, like a kind of criminal defense attorney in a way, but like he would not cave to biological limitations and he would train you (laughs) to pee before. Cause then parents will, I'm not stopping. And then 20 minutes I have to pee. All right, let's stop. Now you, now your child just doesn't respect you at all. You work for them now. My dad was like, I'm the dad and you're the kid. Yeah. And I don't accommodate you peeing every five minutes 
We would he I'd hold it for four out DC to Virginia, Roanoke, Virginia. Like there was no I want something to drink. Well then you're gonna have to pee. Like there was no stopping. Every you know what's cool? Everything you said about your dad, it seems like he was it's all it was all preparation for you. Like when you were like the hugging wasn't the hugging, but it was like that's a scam. Be careful of that. Because that they're gonna fuck you in life. Everything. He was he was preparing you that's for correct. for everything. And and it, it seems like tough love, but it's also giving an education on life, which is dope. And I'm so dumb. Uh, not dumb. I'm just so I grew up in a culture of everything is our parents' fault and we only look at the negative. And I think that something I really hope podcasts are doing is talking to the younger generation going, it's always you. Your parents, like, stop blaming them. Certainly do recon. Yeah. But there's absolutely no version. And and if if this isn't the case, either call the police or cut them out of your life entirely. Mm -hmm. There's, I don't believe there's any parent that wakes up and is like, I'm going to fuck up my kid today. All right. Mm. Right. Like, no, yeah, no. It's no. like when you see someone who's not well-dressed or not fashionably dressed, like they like fucking thought they nailed it. <laughs> no one is like, I'm going to look like an idiot going to right. Vegas with my Hugo Boss shirt, <sighs> Hugo Boss, Nazi designer, whatever. <laughs> different conversation for a different day. So right, like, right. I, I just think there's this new trend where we blame our parents for everything. They do the best they can. And if it falls short, Dude, yeah. Dude, you're 47. Your dad didn't throw the ball with you. All right, go yeah. f- heal yourself. Well, no. What you should do is your make dad sure didn't you have th- time. Throw the ball with your son, or make up. That's what I do. Like things that I didn't, things that I felt like I would have loved. Yeah, by the to way, have maybe you were shitty at ball throwing, and he well, tried and was like, "This is a waste of my time." Yeah, maybe you were. I mean, I wasn't. But, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but the people, because there's this new thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's just LA guys, but like we're older men, like either that I've that I'll just keep it personal that I've dated. That are like worried I'm gonna like me to them or something, as if I fucking have the time to give a shit. It's so funny when people go, Are you gonna, you're gonna me to me? Yeah, I want you to be my number one Google search, you fucking loser. Yeah, I'm gonna spend. Who says, Are you gonna you to me? You to me? Even worse. I'm not gonna me to you or YouTube you. I don't know you, dude. I don't care about you. The new me too is the you too? By the way, I'm. That's the new me too. You too? <laughs> Not me. No one's even tried to me you too me. How Dude, un- that's fucking. How uh, my favorite is all of the comics that yeah. haven't been famous enough to be me too'd and they're like annoyed about it. I mean, that's like when they're like, "Well, it's coming for me. It's coming." It's like it's never yeah. coming. Do you want to know what what's sick about this business? Uh, there's a lot, but mm-hmm. especially you know, and I don't want to just I don't want to in the comedy other. business. I think Hollywood and comedy uh, different. Some are like absolutely. I bifurcated at this point. There are people that just want to be rich and famous. And all and, and all I can do is speak for me and my personally. I want to be rich and famous because of this. I want rich and I want money and 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 fame because to come as a byproduct of that. I want to get great at that uh-huh. and then have people go, yo, that's Paul Verzi. I want him for this show. I want him to act in that. I want to be known for that. I don't And by the way, they might ask you to act in it and you might say no right. because it's not enough money and you're gonna be away from your kids for too long. Right. And these are the real fucking deal motherfucker right. mafia comics, the ones the, that I don't want anything I don't deserve. No. I never want most people do a lot of sorry. A lot of younger generation comics want stuff they don't deserve. And they're not ready. I, Whitney, my first album, Night at the Stand, I was 14 years in before I put anything out. 14 years. Then my spe- I was on Last Call with Carson Daly six months in, and everyone loved it. <laughs> not good for you. That was way too soon. That's what I say. With when, Yeah, when, but you know what? If you nailed it and it was- I, I didn't re- It got me a job as a writer on the show, and I needed health insurance, and I, needed, I, I had no money, but- yeah. 
I think that like when people say to me, like, isn't it hard to be a female comedian? It's hard to be a comedian for yeah. everyone yeah, all yeah. the time for different reasons. Yeah. But I think I got a lot of opportunities before I was ready because they just needed a girl. Well, you know what though? But you did the work to get there. And like some people just take that. But I, I talked to this one comic. He's like, yeah, I'm on my third album. I'm like, how long have you been doing it? It's like six years. I'm like, what? Nobody's lit. What do you? By the way, just make one yeah, decent like, one in like, yeah, but but that's fine. But yeah, that's them. That's fine. That's them. Yeah, that's them. And like, no one's going to listen to it anyway. So who cares? It's like, that's just practice. You're, you know, right. fine. Or if you're making money. We want to be rich and famous because we know what rich and famous means. And it means freedom. It means right. freedom to play the venues we want, yes. to cancel if we have to because the kid is sick and the fans will understand, uh, to tour when we want, how we want, where we want, to yep. be able to take time to, uh, like that's what it affords you is freedom and flexibility. And that's yeah. something you don't have when you don't have rich and being rich and famous. And for everyone that wants to be famous, uh, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I think we mm. all want that. I think everyone wants that. And not even fame necessarily, but recognition for the good things they've done. So, uh, you know, a truck driver yeah. in Pensacola, Pensacola is truly I do 80 cities a year 70 it's the only city for some reason when I think of a city that comes up I only say Pensacola like I don't say Toledo I don't say Tulsa you don't throw Salt Lake in there ever I ne truly never but unless I'm talking about plastic surgery because it has the highest plastic surgery rate in the country no does yes it? it does yes Salt Lake city wow. think about it wow you're a Mormon woman by 23 you've had seven kids and then your husband decides to move on to a different Mormon family, and you got to fucking uh, uh, read, circumcise you your entire body. Yeah. You have to get a new face that wasn't the one that was raped by Brigham Young so that someone else will entertain the idea of speaking with you. Because <laughs> you're out to pasture at 23. Can I just remind everyone, sorry, uh, time out for Whitney to um, try to uh, cancel a cult. Do you know that the Mormon song that the girls sing every Friday night for the men when starting at four years old to 12 is keep sweet, keep sweet. What? The whole deal is so that kid, <laughs> can you pull up? That, we're getting the same, re every time you say that for somebody, we get the same reaction. They go, what? what? That's why I keep talking about it until I talk about it. And someone goes, I've heard that. They yeah. should, they, we should um, put gasoline on the homes of the Mormon men uh, remove the children, uh, bring them to Whitney's house. I don't know. I'll find something to do for them to do and then set them on fire. It's hard to do in the snow and they know that, which is why they're there. I'm going to fucking wait till the snow's melted and I'm fucking coming for you all. The Mor Mormons just got to go. The ones that have the child brides. There was a crazy documentary under the banner of heaven, but I think they did a documentary on it. Okay. So they're still marrying 12 year olds and, um, what? Just know coming for you. You know what? You know one of my wife's biggest problems with me is. Hold on, can I guess? <laughs> Love this game. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm oh. kidding. I sp I'm a spender. Big spender. Okay, yeah, great. Big, big. And, but and like, is it Keynesian economics? Are you spending to make money back, or do you uh, feel yes, like it's no, a little bit of a gambling addiction? No, 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 no. Nice. No, I'm. I'm like we're going first class with beds and hot meals the whole way. Okay. Um, but you're not a big spender because <clears throat> if you didn't, you two would be divorced by now. I need to. And my wife is like, do we really need? Yes, because like, we tour and we're on planes all the time. When I'm not with you, baby girl, I'll fly middle seat, uh, fucking, uh, spirit airlines. But if it's well, me, uh, but I won't, you won't because you've graduated, <laughs> but you right. have, I have. So when someone's like, Oh, you only fly first class. I'm like, Hey bitch, I have for I I have 15 years under my belt of middle seat yeah. southwest Oof. toilet flush 
oh. effluvium of toilet, toilet, getting hit uh, by the toilet door. Yeah. Nothing opening is worse for than Craig the Shoemaker. Seat. So I need you. <laughs> yes, I'm going to fly first class, by the way, on points, you fucking dork. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. No, I'm just. I yeah. would like to say you're investing in your marriage. I'm not. Sp- what I say, if someone's like, you're spending a lot on that, I'm like, no, no, I'm just investing yeah, in but, us. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if we fly back there, I know. Why can't we just do the exit row with extra? Because the <laughs> someone next to us is going to have a Ziploc bag full of hard boiled eggs. And they're going to open it. <laughs> and then I'm going to uh, behave in a way that will send me to jail for a couple years. Yeah. And you'll be a single be mother. Yeah. 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 So those are your choices. <laughs> when I think about this kind of stuff, and for some reason, since my mom died, it's like, it just like came flooding to me that I was like, oh, it's your job to like kill pedophiles. <laughs> like it's like my brain is just like has been able to catch up because it's like yeah. I have a, Epstein and all this. It's like. It's a lot to process as a mm-hmm. human being. And I think that if you're a parent, you probably just can't even, fu- you can protect your kid. I mean, I was looking yeah. for backpacks for my nieces. You know, they live in England. I think that's, I, I, you know, I, I don't really know what goes on over there necessarily. But I looked up backpacks online and the first things that came up were bulletproof backpacks. And I literally had to go for a walk and just like cry. Because yes. I was like, every time you see a school shooting, you're kind of like, okay, another one, another one. Like we we desensitize ourselves. We have to. It's it's coping mechanism. And then you see that, and you're like, like, oh, Dude, you gun hear, in my mouth. You want to hear something sad? Oh, go ahead. I, I don't know if you were. No, done. I just think that I'm I'm like 40. I just went off uh, birth control. I've been on it for 25 years, and that puts your brain like in a state of uh, kind of I can only um, of hyper vigilance in a way that is for your own. Um, stead like nesting area Mm -hmm. but you're not able to kind of think about other problems because you have a forthcoming child and you have to kind of focus on that you know yeah but when because birth control tells your body it's pregnant that's how it works right right so the only way to not get pregnant is to already be pregnant right so you're basically four months pregnant or five all the time on birth control so you're thinking as if a pregnant woman would you have mom brain you're kind of like right yeah So I just went off of it. I talked about this in um, the the uh, my third special kind of, but and you also smell men differently. Your olfactory glands. You would look for a different kind of person if your partner if you're pregnant versus if you're not. Right. Wow. So you want a risk taker when you're not pregnant because you want someone that's you know, and then you want someone who's going to help you protect the baby when you're pregnant. So they always say that if, if you're on birth control and you're in, got engaged to the love of your life, first go off birth control for like a year and see if you still. It's wow. still your guy. So a lot of times people break, get divorced and break up because they got together when she's on birth control. And then like two years later, she goes off it and she's they're like, don't get along anymore. Wow. You know? Wow. It's that, wild. That is wild. Wild. That like changes a whole relationship based on that. Wow. So now I'm off birth control and I'm just like, Sea Org, Scientology, Mormons, I'm fucking coming for you. Because I'm like, can focus on other things besides my own hormonal fucking. Do you want to know why? Because life's a box of pedophiles. By the way, it's a—it's actually a boat of pedophiles. <laughs> Life's like it's a, a floating yacht. box of pedophiles. <laughs> a yacht. No, it's a—it's a—that's um, so. My brain is just—I think that yeah. comics, and I'm like so obsessed with you and your work. And I was watching—I had seen Nocturnal Emissions because every guy that I have ever dated uh, is so obsessed with you <laughs> that I get to watch. That's well, a great thing. I appreciate. I get to watch like my friends or future friends. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like we're becoming friends, and. You go on a rant. I tr- I did a version of it uh, 
a version of the rant about this, but it was from like kind of the, what I saw about the royal family. Oh, yeah. Breaking open our obsession with the royal family and the way you said it, it was like our obsession with this magical family, this yeah. Disney fan or whatever the fuck it was. It just like shattered it in such a like, I oh, just think. Thank you. It's just comics. It's like comics takes are worth waiting for. So it's like you're online looking at like these really pithy uh, facile takes on the royal family. Just wait for the fucking comic, to, the silverbacks to come in after we've <laughs> molded around a bit. Just give yeah. us a second. It's like when when everyone's trying to go like, what do we do with the information about a, like um, fucking Enron or whatever? And everyone's like, but here's my take. And then just like six months in, Bill Burr yeah. is just like, goosh. And like, that's the take and it's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I think great comics do. They oh, I appreciate Yeah, it's, it's funny you said that because I remember Brian Regan talked about, who I think Brian's incredible. Brian talked about airplanes and I, w I was going to do a joke about getting on an airplane and I said, a comic had to touch this and Brian Regan has a seven minute clip and dude, he, when I tell you he hits. Is it a recent it's, one? It's over. You can't, no comedian can talk about waiting at the gate. There's nothing else. Getting in the plane. Yep, yep. The back of the plane, the front of the plane, what you eat, the whole experience of getting to the airport and getting off a plane, you can't do it anymore. So here's the deal with co real comics that don't steal from other comics or don't want to, you know comics. So when a comic accidentally steals, like, I didn't know you were doing that. Okay, so no one in the comedy community gave you a heads up or was like, oh, hey, just so you know, so like we all know, you know what I mean? Someone either, you're either an asshole and no one gave you a heads up and we're like, let's see how this goes. You know, yeah. or like Fortune Feimster, her last special, am I, we were, or you're not in the clubs working stuff out. Yeah. Other people would see and go, oh, hey, so-and-so is doing a version of that, but it's not close. Like, it's not the same. Right. You're doing a bit on right. uh, Spirit Airlines. He's doing something on Southwest. Just just like heads up. And we, it's different. Right. We give each other heads up. Yes. Just so it's not a. Hey, just so you know, he's touching that or she's touching that, but it's not the, the you're going in a different direction. Totally. That's and then I would, t t and I go, oh my God. That's uh, what real uh, comics do. Whoever. Uh, uh, Judy Tenuta is also doing something on um, whatever birth control pill. She's dead Rest now. Soul, Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. But like you would tell me that if you saw me and then I would call her and go, oh, hey, what's yours? What's my, ah, you know what? Yours is better. I'll stop. You know, whatever. Or yeah. so Fortune Feimster uh, calls me after I'm at the comedy store one night and she's like, oh, I'm doing a thing on Red Rover. You know, Red Rover, Red Rover as mm -hmm. kids. And, and I was like, oh, shit, what's yours? And she and she goes, it's totally different than yours. Mm -hmm. I think we can both do it. And I'm like, I think we can both do them too. Yeah. They're so different. Like, that's how real comics yes. talk to each other. Yep. Because I think a lot of comics, they see that someone else is doing something kind of similar. Instead of talking, they're like, let me just shoot mine first. Yeah. And then that person works on it for six months. And then people go, oh, well, you stole from, or that person just did something on yeah. seesaws. What? And you're like, well, they could have told me because they knew. You know what I'm yeah. saying? What's weird is like, I felt like there was a comic. I'm obviously not going to mention Sorry, names, so but I felt like there was a comic who saw me working on Sin something. Bad. And then they did it. And they did something similar on late night. Because they like, they want to shit on the premise, especially uh, if it's undercooked. Uh, so if a great comic like you is doing a fucking incredible bit on The Godfather. Right. And then they just want to shit on the premise. I've had a couple comics do this to me where... Um, uh, they know I'm doing something on a certain thing and then they'll just do like little quick uh, 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 yeah, to where it just looks like they got to it first but mine is 30 minutes of like I've been thinking about this for two years, thoughtful, yes. and then they just do it like as a reference. Yes, like a quick little throwaway and you worked out this long And they leveled, know you're doing it but yeah. they just want to fucking make yours. They just want to with a little fucking flick flick of the ear or like yeah. some shitty thing you do in high school just make your 
two-year original work feel less original? I remember Is when I was, and I'm going to go back to the sad story. And not it's not a sad story. It's actually a good story. But I want to tell you the uh, what we're talking about now. So my special, my first special, I'll say this on Comedy Central, came out in 2018, right? I was doing a joke about going to a rescue shelter and getting dogs, yeah. right? And I was going, I said, each cage has a story, right? So I was going down the whole list and I was like, oh, she's a Rottweiler. She's amazing. She's beautiful. Here's the thing. And it would just, and then it would get exaggerated. And somebody hit me up, somebody hit me up and somebody just goes, dude, man, I'm so sorry. And I go, what? They're like, Louis special came out and Louis did the thing. And Louis did it. Mine was a three minute thing. Now, Louis is brilliant. He's incredible. But- I had a three minute thing of when I show up to the rescue thing and I go down every cage and it was so, and when I tell you it left, bah, bah, it was hitting and Louie just goes, yeah, yeah, that dog, yeah, she doesn't like pennies, right? She doesn't like pennies. And I was like, he, so I did that down the whole list and got exaggerated. He did it quick, but it's over now. It's over now. Now I can't, it's over. It's over. His special came out. But you know what you can do? I believe nothing should ever be wasted. Sorry to interrupt no, or, no, no or be it this guy. I don't know why you can't have Louie on your podcast and then just talk about it. Yeah, do your version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's gonna go. That's so funny <laughs> Long, too. Yeah. And then you have a clip. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll put it on his website. Yeah. On if he wants, whatever, because he's putting like. Well, that's the beauty of this now. Or yeah, yeah, like yeah. you do it, and then we have it for socials. We put it on my socials, your socials, yeah. and then it's out there. But it wasn't. But God forbid it wasn't on Comedy Central, which no one can even watch anymore because of the because yeah. you'd have to download an Adobe Acrobat reader file to even know where you have to <laughs> do a fucking you have to do a treasure hunt. Dude, after you have to, by thing. the way, you just have to go to the offices. Like if you want to watch this Comedy Central special, you have to just drive down to their main Viacom offices and um uh, at gunpoint <laughs> at, tell people like how the fuck I want to watch. I'm you, so afraid of mispronouncing your name that I just panicked. I would have to put a gun to the executive's head and say, please. No, no, no. You'd have to put a gun to like nine people's head to get you to the executive. Because by the way, the executive is, um, uh, I mean, look, the, uh, not in, let's be honest, not working. That's not, they don't yeah. go to work. They're celebrating a holiday that, yeah. um, they're celebrating Columbus Day. They're off. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you would have to put a gun to so many interns, <laughs> unpaid interns' heads yeah. to then be like, I want to see... By the way, Comedy Central special. Here's the thing: it was never an hour. They were like 42 minutes. Yeah, they were like, yeah, it got it got cut down. But um, no, you did something really cool that I really appreciate, and that's why I was like, oh man, like I like to to do her shows when um, I was touring after the after this came out. I did all the I did all the the pots. Yeah, and I, I stopped in Austin. I did Rogan. I did everything, and like you and a couple people were people that I didn't do. So I hit you up, and I was like, hey man, do you, do you think? Um, hey man, I don't. I was. By the way, just so you know. People are like, isn't it scary to be in comedy around all these guys? They call me man and dude. I'm fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't, oh. <laughs> they don't see me as a female. I appreciate it. I like it. No, I call anybody. I say every dude and man to everybody. But so. what I will say, yeah. real quick, the most uh, the most romantic moment of my life. How about that? Okay. I was, I was in uh, uh, Burbank. Mm -hmm. Okay. Starbucks is here. There's a Jamba Juice and a Panda Express. There's three guys in there, and it's a parking lot, giant, like, mini mall. I walk by it. You know when you, as a girl, you or a guy, really, you there's a group of three, and it's you. We will always, I believe, go to our primordial brain of, like, just making, just, there's three on one. Mm -hmm. And we're, we, and, I, and do I make eye contact to let right. them know? I'm not the person to fuck with, even though we're in front of a Jamba Juice in Burbank yeah, yeah. and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you still go into your fight or flight like yeah. this. 
just assessing for pro- possible problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or as girls, sometimes you just like walk by and completely ignore them to know like we're not. But I know you're going to like look at me. So I'm going to kind of fucking let you know what you're never going to get yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I went, I'm not going to do that thing where I try to make someone want to fuck me that I'm not, don't even want to talk to. And also I have to be, I'm late for work also. Right. So this is a wild <laughs> imbroglio <laughs> yeah. to be in. So I, there's these, these guys, whatever, pagers probably. Uh, it's like two years ago. And um, I walk by and I'm like, these fucking losers, whatever, fucking whatever. I'm thinking fucking supreme dorks. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. fucking Puma, full sweatsuit guy, never going to happen. <laughs> Not one gold chain, like three, maybe like an like a pony, like a baby, like a man bun. Who the fuck? V-neck, whatever. And I walk by and there's this, the guy in the middle is like the ringleader or whatever just looks at me and goes, ah, what's up, dude? <laughs> And I literally am like, ugh, gross. And then I go in the Starbucks and I'm like, wait, dude, like, does he think, dude, That's... why not? But hold on. Does he think, uh, like, was, <laughs> why would you call me dude if yeah. I'm a, why wouldn't you say what's up, ma? Or why wouldn't you say, like, like you're wearing those pants? Or, like, whatever. <laughs> Did he not think I was hot? Wait a minute. You're wearing those pants is a go-to? Oh, that's a big one, yeah. That's a you're big wearing one? those jeans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's like you look good in those jeans. But dude is kind of like, him saying that was kind of, didn't make you feel like you it makes you feel less I think about him every day (laughs) (laughs) so I'm saying that's a cool I it's I I take it use it it is the hottest thing that's ever happened to me my wife though said to me she goes can you not call me dude because I called my wife that's your wife (laughs) so obviously don't do that yeah yeah because that's um uh spousal abuse (laughs) (laughs) if you must buy lingerie for your lady first of all don't yeah uh second of all don't try to guess her size. Lingerie's dumb. It's not okay. All right. So <laughs> you say it's dumb. It's silly. What do you okay, okay, then what? Okay. So let's say before your wife, because you've never watched porn, so, then why do you guys watch it so much? Watch what? Lingerie, women in lingerie. Why is it so dumb? I don't. But there are some platforms where we can't just be buck naked. We have to, we have to lingerie's dumb. We do have to cover up our vaginas and tits somehow because we have oh a, you're talking about underwear well yeah we have a gaping hole like just <laughs> well, like just in our imagine just having a gaping hole somewhere in your body besides your butthole which is not gaping it's really hidden <laughs> like we have an open wound <laughs> oh, for this, like our whole life yeah i i didn't know it was gonna go in it's this more direction. of a bandage than <laughs> anything else i i yeah i think i immediately regret it's saying more of a, if it's more of a uh like a one of many like uh uh sort of meaningless rape deterrence. Um, I, I shouldn't say it's, listen. I'm just trying to get some layers between me and the bus stop I'm sitting on. <laughs> <laughs> that I get, but that's underwear. Right, lingerie, that, great. But I don't only want to wear lingerie that makes me um, feel like uh, I'm uh, Shirley Temple, for example. Like I kind of, I, it's for, why can't I have cute lingerie? Like I, if I, it's for me. Right. Uh-huh. For, if it's for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah, know. Yeah. You think we buy lingerie say- for you? <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Like, isn't that part of it, though? Like, isn't that part of the whole. No. Uh-uh. So you would get it regardless if there was like a date night or like something where. We buy the no granny kids. panties for you. The period panties are for you. Well, yeah, no, you know what? I've been married now 15 years. I'm trying to think of like when the kids are gone, we'll do that. But when the kids are there, it's tough. 
it's tough to be intimate when kids are. I talk about mm. it in my special. But you can do it without the lingerie. I think, yeah. Yeah. Once you get to that, do you have to schedule? I, I was talking to someone about this, and she's like, we have to schedule it, which isn't necessarily very, it's kind of sexy. Even if we never get to it, it's like fun to schedule it. There'll be a time where like I'll get frisky, and she'll go, and she'll be into it, and she'll go, but we got, you know, we got to wait. We got to wait. Because they're so, in the house, you know, like they're either yeah, they're either in the house or get they're getting picked up or they're doing something. Well, so. she's gonna have an orgasm. You gotta wait. But if not, yeah. you know what I mean. There's two kinds of sex for women. There's the kind that's just like you're gonna come in two seconds in the bathroom, and don't <laughs> do it inside me, so it's not mm. dripping down my leg the whole rest of the fucking day while I'm at work. Or the kind where she actually has an orgasm and you got to black out like four and a half hours. Yeah, that and cover the bed with cash. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, yeah, no, that that obviously has got to be babysitter, kids out, kids at the in law. That's a whole that's, other. Thing. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a date night. Yeah, but that's, I feel like yeah. there's some. I feel like a lot of like guys that are like really into women having orgasms, like that's really hot. But like, it's not going to happen in the two when a guy's just like, let's just get frisky real quick. Let's have a real no, no, that's a, a quickie, quick- and then you, they fuck and they're like, how come you didn't come? And you're like, what? I've yeah. I'm standing. Yeah, I'm on a call. Yeah. <laughs> It, I muted a call so you could fuck me yeah, yeah, yeah. and come and I now I just need you to leave me alone and finish. Yeah, that's more, yeah, no. Finish. But you know a big thing? I have do, other things to finish, okay? A big thing to do in marriage. It's a very big thing to do. What saves a marriage, what can tell really me, help a marriage. Tell me. Is, is definitely date, you have to do date night. You have to do date night. You have to go back to dating even if you're married 10, 15 years with children, you have to have date night. Can I uh, It's add, like a quarterback taking out his offensive line. Can like, I add a little bit? Oh, interesting. Yes. But I think for men listening, because you know, I basically, honestly, I feel like I think more like a man than most of the men. Okay. He's going, well, I already fucking put in eight grand to date her before we got married. It's just, I think a lot of guys think date night expensive. They're dummies. They're dummies. Right? But I think that there's a way to do date night that doesn't have to be like, we go to this Italian restaurant and spend 300 bucks. Because like... No, it's not even about that. What it's about is it's connecting back to when you were dating. Can it's, date night be like we ma- we get a sitter or the kids do sleepover and we stay home and make dinner together? No. No, okay. Date night needs to be I want to sit across from you at okay. the table, glasses of wine, okay. and we're going to talk like we used to talk sure, when we were sure, dating. Sure, sure. And, and and to re-kind of get yeah, yeah, yeah. what it was like when we were getting but to the so level can, we're at. So for the guys that do want to do... So do you have to act uh, the way you acted in the beginning? Like trying to uh, uh, impress. Th- this is the problem with date night with couples, right? For me, yeah. when you first start dating someone, you're like putting your best foot forward, and you're like, "Oh my god, I would love to see The Godfather." Like, "Oh my god, Scarface!" Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait to watch it. Like, you know, <laughs> who hasn't seen Goodfellas? And then like, "Oh my god!" And then you're like, "Where?" You know, and you're yeah. like, "Really?" Like, and then you're like, "I know." And then I rescued this kid, and yeah. he om- like we're putting our best foot forward. So then I feel like date night, 15 years later, yeah, it's just like I'm not fucking watching Scarface again, dude. I'm not. It's not like. We might have to go also emotionally when we go to date night back to the people we were when we were trying to get that person to love us. Yeah, I think neither me or Stacy have really changed a lot since we like. That's probably we, why you're. We were kind of like that. We're so we're so opposite. Like you were instantly fifteen years married. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're so opposite, and it makes it work. I think opposite. When I used to hear that and go different. I think that means sometimes compatible. Yes. Because when people go like, oh, we're just opposites. I'm like, no, no, that's 
why you're yeah. an incredible team. Yes, she's she's very much like regimented, organized. She's super, super smart, super, super. So the opposite just, of you, yeah. you know. I'm la- I'm laid back. I'm, I'm, but she's it's lions. Um, I'm, lions got, male lions sleep 22 hours a day. And the women do all the hunting and I'm all the shit. I'm, I'm a very laid back, kind of easy going, and it takes a lot to really upset me because I've been through a lot of shit in my life where I realize things don't matter. Yeah, yeah. And uh, not not that other people's issues are you, nothing. You know, you, totally, but, but I think that a uh, the smartest people or whatever smart, forget your attachment to that word, the ones that live the happiest lives yeah. know what uh, hills to die on yes. and what battle. That, so now, now. Not a battle worth fighting. Dude, I say both of those things in my new hour. Nice. Both of those things you just said in my new hour. You got to pick and choose the hill you're going to fucking die on. There's and you battles, get one a year. And there's not, there's a lot of things you got to let go. And if it doesn't involve children's safety, it's probably not worth it. The dumb, the dumber version of me as a husband fought everything. Because that's Cause ego. That's all ego. I'm pr- like, you ain't going to get the last, you ain't getting the last. Well, fuck that. That's wrong. You know, you're, and I got, now I go. And that's the wrong kind of Guido. Yeah. And this is the right kind of Guido. Yeah. And I, yeah. Because I would be like, what the fuck? Like, you know. I would say stupid shit. I'd be like, who do you think you're talking to? Like, who are you talking to? Right. Like, I would do that shit. And it becomes about, not about what you're saying, it becomes about how you're saying it. Yes. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm happy to uh, do what you need me to do, but you don't need to fucking talk to me like that in front of people. Yeah, it becomes about how, and then fighting becomes not about- How funny is that, by the way? Who do you think you're talking to? I say that shit. Who are you talking to? Who the fuck you think you're talking to? Who do you, you don't know me. That's, you know what I said to my wife once? I said to my wife, I go, if you think I'm going to be, this is what I said, I said this. I actually said this to my wife. I go, if you think I'm going to be one of these fucking pussies you drag or talk, you know, do that drag around, you're with the wrong motherfucker. Like, and uh, do, stay in that stuff. And You're so- with the wrong motherfucker, but I'm not leaving. I'm staying. Because <laughs> I kind of might like it on some level. You don't even know. I'm going to fucking tell you, bitch. Yeah. I'm out of here if you do that again. But my wife actually appreciate my wife. The one thing my wife appreciates is when I am, you know, she was like, my wife doesn't like a pushover either. Here's what I'll and say I don't though. think women like a pushover. No, no. no yeah. And if they do, you know, push them over. Like if you see them. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of times I think in relationships, we want love. We think we want love and we do. But I think at the end of the day, it all boils down to we actually want respect. And we, th- and, and love sometimes is like. That's that's big. That's true. And that's where it took me a long time to realize that. And then we want the other person to respect us more than we respect ourselves. Yeah. So when we exhibit self-respect in a way that doesn't undermine us of like, you better fucking respect me. Dude, no, no, that will never work. Yeah. Right? If you just go, you know, you know what? I need to process this conversation. I'm going to just take a walk around the block if that's okay. Yeah. Because I'm about to say something that I can't take back. See, I don't, I'm not, I I needed to evolve to that. I'm not there yet either. Because I got that fucking Sicilian type. Like, you know who the fuck I, you know? And it's like, last yeah, I know night, you are, Paul. I know you are. Last night I said, you're making it so I don't want to fuck you. Oof. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make me figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I my thing is being I won't let something just corrode without telling the other person. I'll go like, hey, here's what's happening. Yeah. This thing is I, I'll fix what I need to fix on my part. Yeah. But like I can't initiate sex. I don't like it. Yeah, right. But right. you're always busy. Yeah. P- push me in the closet. Yeah. And fuck me when you've seen in my calendar I have 10 minutes. 
<laughs> By the way, I'm asking you to commit a crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How funny would it be if my wife, when I go, you know who the fuck I am? She's like, yeah, you tell dick jokes and strip malls. That's who you are. That's who I married. Which is, by the way, way braver than a lot of fucking other. A lot of other gigs. By the way, strip yeah. malls. I think you mean strip clubs. But okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just gave me, see, you do respect me. You just gave me a fucking promotion. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, okay, so talk to me real quick about your tour podcasts. Uh, you're still doing the one with the bill? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. But it's still up, though. What's that? It's still up. The podcast that you and Bill used to do. Oh, oh the no, no, me. Oh, the podcast with Bill. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you said tour. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I sorry. do two podcasts. Uh, the Verzi Effect, which is now a TV show in studio in New York City, which so, is fantastic. Uh, me. And don't worry. He doesn't live in New York City. You'll be able to relate to him. Yes. Uh, me and Bill Burke co-host one together called Anything Better. Um, the special nocturnal emissions, man, it was trending globally. I'm so thankful for everybody that watched it and how good reason. it's doing. It really means a lot to me. there was this thing where they went, men, straight men, don't get to do comedy anymore. And everyone's like, what? How yeah. about just really funny ones that didn't rape anyone? So yeah. everyone's so excited to yeah. just be like, the balance might be restored. Yes, there, yeah. everyone, you know what I mean? It's not about checking boxes of it's just yeah. the best comics and that that's why i was really, that was really nice that it was just like this comedy should be out here and and that's what i love and the, yeah i'm going on a going on a big tour uh starting uh the royal theater in toronto uh, the 28th of this month january 28th of Let's this go. month gotham comedy club i'm coming back to new york city why first do you choose time. gotham they're just, I'm just cl close. Nice. I'm, I'm just, just curious because there's like, if I'm going to go to clubs in New York, I'm always like, I feel such an allegiance to Caroline's, but they closed. Well, right? Car Caroline's closed, <sighs> but it was either Gotham or Caroline's, and I was cool with hey, Gotham. Hey, Foot Locker, follow suit. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but no, February 2nd and 3rd, I'm at Gotham. It's the first time in New York since I did my special. I love and then, Gotham, um, man. Valentine's Day, I'll be bringing your date to uh, the Pittsburgh Improv. I'm doing a Tuesday nice! night. Nice. Tuesday By the way, there's an Andy Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh. Is there? Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. And then all the dates are at paulverzi.com, but I'm going everywhere. Nice. I'm going Denver. Salt Lake. Because nice. uh, by the way, this is the best time in the world to see his special just came out. So you're going to watch this and you're going to be like, I fucking love that guy. And you're going to go uh, see him and he's going to have a whole new hour. Yes, I have a whole new hour. So you get this for free. Mm. Yes. I mean, Netflix, I don't know what the fuck they charge. It's, I mean, they take your data. I don't know who cares at this point. Yeah, but time. you'll see a new hour for sure. D new hour, dude. That is yeah. like, but I love the math of comics. Like, Putting it, he was working yes. on the new one while he was editing this. That's like right. I just love it. That's right. Because that's, that's right. when we get to be the magicians, where they're like, "Last night I saw you do," and, and then I'm seeing you tonight. It's a whole new one. Yeah. And oh, oh, oh! I gotta tell you this. Can I tell you this before please. we go? All right. So this is a story you're gonna love. Um, my wife, who knows me very well, and I like sometimes when she says something. My wife knows. Here's the thing about my wife. My wife knows certain things to say that make me can't let go. Like if 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 she wants to dig. If, if she'll know if I say that to him, he can't. So I, I. Wait, let me ask me. Like, as if if she wants to say something to get a thorn in your side, she knows what to say to rile you up. She knows that if she says that and gets that thorn, and she does it rarely. Like but, Scarface but wasn't like, that good. Is overrated. Like, like, <laughs> like I to hate white that, leather. To say like that if she as, says like, at like a dinner party. Yeah, I don't she like just your car like, anyway. Godfather's need... kind of overrated. Like yeah. she knows. Yeah, like I don't like your new car. Like yeah, no, but okay. she 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 knows how to hurt you like she, no one else can. She'll know that if she says it, I have to come with something back. But you know so, what the most gangster move is? Is to be yeah. like, no, no. So this is this. I have story. nothing to. I agree. This is the story. I take uh, which I don't do. I'm not big on. I'm not big on. I'm not big big on drugs in general. I I I drink. I'll drink like booze, uh, here and there. And but like I got a sponsor gave us like an edible, right? But it was like a low edible. So I take this low edible and I'm chilling. And I'm not usually good with it. But this one was such a low dose that I was actually good. So I go to bed. This is how much my wife knows me. This is crazy. I don't do and I don't I'm do so this. Stressed era, out right. right? Now. So I go. I go to the bedroom 
and we got, I think I came in late or she said something. So she made a comment. Then I just made a comment. I go this. And then she said something that would normally get me. And I was in such a good mood and easy that I just didn't say anything. And I laid down relaxed. And she sits up. She waits. This is how much this woman knows me. A couple minutes go by. She just sits up. She goes, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> she, she, she goes, I hit the fucking tennis ball over and I'm just. She goes, wait a minute. Did you? I swear to God. And, I, and she goes, I don't do this. She goes, did you? did you take an edible? And I go, no. And I just go to bed. And the next day I Why wake up. Why did you think to lie? Do you think the edible made you lie? No, or you- the edible. And I just, and I just, the next morning we wake up and she goes, wow. She goes, I, I thought you were really coming with something when I said that. And I go, uh, she goes, you take something? And I go, yeah. yeah. She goes, you took an edible? I go, I took an edible. She goes, I fucking knew it. Ah! I fu- she knew, but I never take it. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to let you uh, be late because I respect you too much. Oh, I appreciate um, it. Uh, so all of your tour dates are going to be on? PaulVerzi.com. Nice. Yep. Uh, you're putting- Verzi, guys. It's it's Verzi. It's V-I-R-Z-I. Uh, it's Paul Verzi. And uh, yeah, PaulVerzi.com. <laughs> thank you for having me. Dude, thank you so much for coming. No, like, the, I, thank, thank you for, for putting up with me. my madness. No, thank you for having me and thank you for, you know, keeping your word to me and all that and anytime you come to New York hit me up really anyone that doesn't keep their word uh, you yeah. don't get thank you for that that's the least you can do yeah well, thanks this, this was this was a lot of fun dude I love you yeah. uh, Paul let's go Verzi shit I was gonna do it I was gonna nail it okay go ahead Verzi yes Paul Verzi Paul because yeah. sometimes I get scared and then I'll fuck it up I love you enjoy Los Feliz thank you so great much Paul Verzi everybody let's go we should be so lucky no ride elephants bye The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. Now's the time to get two for $3.99. Mix and match a four-piece McNuggets, a McDouble, a McChicken, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.